Mike, I have to ask you the question the whole world wants to know. Why are you flying on JetBlue? My wife says the same thing. And you said my it was your favorite this, airline. Yeah, my wife I was says just about this, to ask you, why is it your favorite airline? My wife says the same thing. Well, what, are they, what are they doing on JetBlue? You know, I love JetBlue. I don't know why. I got the no, television. I mean, Stevie Wonder used to love yeah. the Holiday Inn. <laughs> they are no, you know, what? you know why? Why? Because everything was in the same place. Uh, well, maybe I just love um, JetBlue. I it's com- it's any, comfortable. Yeah, I don't fly anything. I love it. See, yeah, that's why my you... Wife is, my wife is like... She she wants me she, she wants me always in private play. My wife said, "Why don't you just?" Like, she has to carry. Really? She can't fathom it. Mike, sound like one tiger, and you could probably just fly whatever airline you want. I, guess I know so. you got rid of the tigers. You yeah, had I, tigers though, right? Yeah, I had tigers. Mine. Yeah. I had a bunch of cougars. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, I don't. I'm an animal lover. Oh, yeah, so. Absolutely, hundred percent. Hundred percent, but you had tigers in captivity. That can't be good for the tiger. No, no, um, they weren't in captivity. They slept in my bed with me. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I got five hundred pounds in the bed with me, man. What are you talking about? I got them in cage. Well. I mean, they're not. I mean, you're right. You know, I've always thought of that by animals. Have you ever smelled a tiger fart? No. You got to evacuate. I would have had a, what, 15,000 square. I got to evacuate. The house. You got to open up everything, cause people to blow everything out. Seriously? Y'all, I meant the worst thing because in the world. Because the, the level of it or the, uh, the extreme stench of it? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Well, you, you can't listen. You can't. Well, what were you feeding the tiger that it was farting so badly? Um, Don't you think horse also meat? Horse meat. Yeah. Is that what they eat? Yeah, they love horse meat and chicken. Oh, so you killed horses and kept hey, tigers. Hey, stop. I never killed a horse in my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> where did um, you get the meat? Um, I paid for it, but listen. Well, um, somebody killed it. Yes, yes. They're, 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 they're the horses that they send to, what do they call? The glue factory? The glue factory, yeah. Those guys, they can't do it anymore. And Mike, where do you stand on horse fighting as a legalized sport? Horse fighting? I'm <laughs> just making Horse <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking with you. <laughs> Horses do fight. Remember that horse bit the other horse's ear? No. <laughs> no. He did a Mike Tyson. Uh, I was going to no, say. Yeah. He, the other horse was winning. He was mad. He bit his ear trying to pull him back. But see, I, I love this that you love JetBlue because I always thought of you as like the people's champ. You know, I mean, when you, first of all, people call you champ and they should because champ is like, it's like when you're president, they call you president even after you write off. Senator, governor, they always say, the guy's out of over 20 years, governor. And you always will be champ. But I learned something with my last experience. So I'm on the plane. I learned I don't belong to me. Of Too many people You worried. just learned that? Yes. Oh, stop. I, my right hand to God. Mike, you've been God, famous. My, no, but listen, I never know that um, my actions affect so many people. They worry. You of know? course. You, but they also, no, they inspire people, though. What if your actions have inspired people? I mean, you're, but, but you're, just that fact that people worry—they they see the incident and they just worry. But Mike, your Broadway show, which I saw on TV, <laughs> but I don't live near Broadway, it's fantastic, and it inspired people. I like to continue. To you do don't. That. You don't know that. Oh, you must know that about your life, or um, else you wouldn't have done that show. Son, sometimes that's my selfishness and not ego. What and is your selfishness? Just wanting to. To succeed and be happy, but hey, I want to keep myself to me. Well, that's not selfish. That's whatever we all want. You, you, I mean, you have uh, some obligation. No, I, I have think to, I have to realize that I'm not, I don't belong to me anymore. You never did yeah. since you were twenty because you. Were I didn't understand champ. that to now. Like when really? I got into that incident, so many people calling with worry, and I'm like, <laughs> that, oh, that God. one douchebag on JetBlue did that after thirty fucking years of being in the spotlight. Anyway. I just want to tell you, you really are, when I see people with you, because the, over, the reaction is overwhelmingly in your favor, uh, you are like the people's champ. Like, remember they called Lady Diana the people's yeah. princess? But listen, You're like her, Bill, but, but with that. fighting. But what am I going to do on a private plane? What are you going to do on a no, private no, no. You can jerk off if you want. I know, but look, exactly. But listen, it's only me and people I know. I, I'm like one of those guys. I'm like, I have to be seen. I have to be on the people. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm like one Magic of those guys. Johnson. Is he like that? 
yeah. It's yeah, a great I, documentary. I can't, I can't be um, isolated. Mike, you got to see that HBO did a documentary about Bird and Magic, like when they were playing again, you know, the uh, 80s. Uh, it's fantastic because they're such opposite personalities, but they came to quite love each other. But Bird's badass, though. Yes, he is. And he, and he kept so but he's, serious, he's like serious guy. He didn't want the spotlight, legitimate. He real and Magic only wanted the spotlight. And he talks about when they were in Barcelona at the '92 Olympics. Mm. Remember the dr- first dream team basketball team? And he said we were in the hotel. We were getting mobbed. There was a side door you could go out that they told us, and no one would bother you. But Magic didn't want to use the side door. <laughs> you know, that's who he was, and that's great. But. You don't, you're not obligated to do that. They don't own you. They own your work because you put it out in public and shared it. They don't own you. You know, um, your family owns you. My mind is just, um, my, my, my mentality is jet blue. <laughs> Does that make sense? And, and apparently your travel plans also include yeah, JetBlue. Jet Jet no, I mean, that's not, Mike, I have not flown commercial like practically in this century, the second I really? could get off. <laughs> of course. And I used to hide it because <sighs> I thought, oh, it makes me look terrible with the environment. You know what? I always say it, but the kids, they have to care about the environment more than me because it's their planet they're, they're inheriting. And they don't. They worship Kylie Jenner, who never does anything but flies on a private plane. So when Kylie gives up the plane, I'll give up mine. How about that? Hey, uh, you have a drink? Do you uh, drink? Yeah, some water. Oh, my God. You have uh, a bag of... <laughs> Jesus, Mike. How's the business going? How's the pot business? You love it? Hey, listen, right? It gave me a new life. You love it? Yeah. Yeah. I notice you don't keep that lip, though. I know. <laughs> my friends, they play football and pass, man. <laughs> you told them to join. <laughs> yeah. But so how how do you, do you go into a an office every day with the pot business? Do you like are you CEO Mike and you sit at the big desk and you're like and you and you and you and Jenkins? How does Vice listen, President Jenkins listen. sound? If we can get quarterly I'm, I'm numbers hands up, on. I'm hands on. Listen, I'm, I don't look. At, I am. I don't look at myself in as a boardroom guy, but I am. Right on paper. But that's not, I have to be with, like, I have to be in the streets with the people. That's how I'm effective. I'm not effective in the room. And the, right. That's well, you are, and also it's wasting the great ambassador for the product. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I just, I'm just a street guy. I like to work. I'm a worker. Yes, you are. And, and, um, what do you, like when people say, what has it done for you? Like, what is your testimonial? What is your lo- love letter to marijuana that has made you want to actually be in business with it? Hey, listen, you know what? Um, you could just, um, I don't even have to do, go through a big discussion about a dissertation. You could just ask my family, am I a better guy with it or without it? And they would tell you 100% with it. I'm with it. Oh, man. I'm definitely with it. I am like, oh, I never knew that I'm a moody guy. You know, I thought I was a great guy and stuff. I never knew how moody I was. You didn't know you were famous, and you didn't know you were moody. Well, I never knew. Mike! Well, I always knew I was famous, but I didn't know that to that effect. My selfishness is like, I want to love this. I want to be into this. I Well, you know what? When you're the heavyweight champion of the world, um, even if you're a non-charismatic guy, you're very famous. But when you're charismatic like you are, you know, when you have that, you know, X factor, you could also like, you, you know, you did your turn in uh, The Hangover. But, you know, you could, uh, you could be in movies. You know, you could fucking do what The Rock does if you wanted to. Probably could do it better. You know, you got, not that he's not good, but, you know. And I, will, I am going to do that stuff. We're getting ready to do. Um, you are? Oh, yeah. We're getting ready to do my life stuff. We're going to do this without anybody. We're going to put my own money up. We're just going to do this stuff. Yeah, you look great, by the way. You, look, you really grew into your, what are you, 50? 55. 50, double nickel. Yes. No, you look. I, the tattoo has, has grown in nicely in age, I feel. You know, um. I never thought by doing this, I never knew I would live to see so many other people with it. <laughs> I know, exactly. 
Right. When you did it, it yeah. was very, very... You had to be been a hell's angel or something right. crazy. <laughs> like yeah, prison yeah. or some outre. It was yeah. very out there to, to do that. And you're right. Tattoos, you know, they are moving like a fungus up the body. And they're on the neck, and they're on, now they're on the face, and they're kind of taking over, I feel. You know, listen, um, you think about it. 2,000 years ago, all of our ancestors were all tattooed up. They were? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure we had the same ancestors well, well, no, 2,000 really. years ago. No, what was those guys um, that the Romans would always try the garlic? They were all tattooed up. The, the Romans did what? Remember when they um, conquered? They don't know, but they had they crossed the Rhine and they conquered. Um, yes, right. Well, they crossed the Rhine, but then it was Caesar. It was Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar conquered Gaul. Yeah, that was Gaul, and he but, fought Jason Dredrix, the guys who they conquered this from. Well, actually, Gedrix, Gedrix, Jason Gedrix. Who is he? Gedrix is the leader of Gaul that fought Julius Caesar. Oh, I don't know that name. What is his name? Getrix. You sure we're... I'm absolutely positive. Okay. Um, okay, so he fought Julius Caesar, but uh, Julius Caesar died, and then they tried to go out. The other side of France, Gaul, is Germany. They never got to... Do, the Roman Empire was halted at... 9 AD. 9 AD, the Battle of the Hurtenburg Forest, yeah. right? Because that's where Herman the German defeated, I think it's Valerius. Valence. Valence, correct. The Roman emperor. That's as far as they got. Because when they got into Germany, they found the tribes were super tribal. But they got, um, in order to do that, they, they were warring tribes, but they all um, yeah, they, they bonded got unified. together. Yeah. Yes. Only way they can do it. And the guy who, uh, was, who defeated him, uh, that Herman the German guy, he had been taken in by the Romans and raised... Yeah, all those guys, the Romans come and they... Right. They take all the kids and they raise them and they enslave them and they use them in the army. So so this is your this is a passion of yours, history, obviously. You obviously read history. I just know it. You well, know? you must have read it somewhere. Or yeah, I used, to read, a... I used to always read about boxing history. And then it went, and I used to read from the beginning of it. And then it got involved with gladiators, slaves. Right. And then that it, led you yeah, to Rome. Yeah, it got really All interesting. All roads lead to Rome. Exactly. And do you know there was, there was gladiators that won their freedom 10, 20 times, but they just couldn't stop the adrenaline? You mean they wanted to, they, they could have left, but they, they won their freedom, yeah, so many times. Boy. But they couldn't, the addiction of the people. They were like fighters today. They were celebrities. Gladiators well, were celebrities. Athletes still always say that, you know, I did it for the game. Oh, fuck you. Think you did it for the game. You did it for you. You, no. you know, I gave everything to the game. Nothing, yeah. nothing, but this is what I found out. Nothing's bigger than the game. The game is a platform for everybody. Well, so, again, but see, your platform is, is really primus inter pares. There's a lot of things, but something very primal about going into a ring with another man and punching each other in the head is like it puts it above as far as interest level. You know, it's just it's it's just it gets to a in a very deep way, like and it's very clear who the winner and the. But the well, fighters doesn't look. The fighters look. How can I outsmart this guy? It's not ever what it appears to be. It looks really? like two guys killing each other. The whole objective: How do I outsmart this guy? You think that's? It's always about outsmarting. That's how you. Listen, when you're young and you're a kid, you win because you're stronger. But when you're at the top of the game, you only win because you're smarter. Right. But you have to be smart at the beginning too. I would guess. Absolutely, but um, it's from experience. But I'm talking about at the top of the game. Right. Being number one is only because you're smarter. Right. I'm sure. But weren't you the one who said everybody has a plan until they get hit? Absolutely. You know, that's a great quote. Absolutely. Everybody has. Absolutely. <laughs> and see, here's... Even with me. With everybody in life in general. Right. We, we have to realize that um, things can happen. What, um, what's that happen? Should happen. It should happen. If it could happen, it would happen. But here's my guess about you. Like, now I know... Is it Jake Paul wants to fight you? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to call him sometime Friday and we're going to talk. And 
what, what, no, would you consider actually doing that? Absolutely. You don't worry about fighting at your age, at 55? Check this out. We were talking about Julius Caesar, wasn't we? <laughs> yeah. He's the one that ran. He said 365 days of the year. So if he, before he was born, how did we tell our age? Tell me Is this a did, riddle? I don't no, know. No, no, but really, Julius Caesar told us 365 days of the year. But before he was born, how did we tell our age? By when the sun came back. No, how do you know that? Because that's, you know, that's why we have, like, Christmas. Do you know why Christmas is December 25th? Why that? Because the sun... God was born. That's when Jesus was born, I believe. Well, <laughs> that's when they said Jesus was born. Okay, even, even if he even existed as a historical figure, which we don't know. But the reason why Jesus... Jesus? Is, yes. You listen, you don't believe in Jesus like that? And I'm a Muslim, but you don't believe in Jesus? I do not. I'm not atheist. But, I, but also... But, oh, I don't know what I wanted to say to you. What? I was, when you were going... I'm saying I read about all the greatest conquerors in the world, and they conquered the world, and they still said it. They're frustrated. They said, God, there's still something greater than me. Well, when they got defeated, they said No, that. no, no. They defeated them. They conquered the world. Right. And they said, God, there's still something greater than me. Why? Why? What would it be if they conquered the world? What? That feeling that it's not. I'm not. Not the, enough. Yeah. No. It's that feeling that there's something greater than me. It's just I'm. It's, you have to believe in something greater than you. Well, I, don't, I. I feel like if you're at the point where you've conquered the world, then your ego's in a place where you're not saying there's something greater than me. There's. You're. And they did. Many conquerors did set themselves up as gods on earth. Yes. So they thought they were God. You know when they said there's something greater than me? When they got their ass kicked. <laughs> that's, seriously, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you ever see Alexander the Great, the movie? I, 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 know, I know everything about Alexander from what there is to know about him. Okay, well, I know a lot about it from Oliver Stone's movie. I, I'm sure I learned it in college, too, but his was much more interesting, and Rosario Dawson was really great at it. Yes. Uh, and, and Angelina Jolie. But in all reality, he was scared of his mother. Yes, Angelina Jolie. Plays That's why he movie. never went back. He was scared to go back. As men wanted him to go back, he was scared of his mother. He kept yeah. in touch with his mother. He was just a mama's boy. Yes, that's how they portray it in the movie, that they almost had an incestuous relationship. No, she was just one of those first stage mothers. Napoleon's mother was the same way. They were afraid of their mothers and stuff. Well, yes. I mean, certainly sexuality in Roman times was quite different. I mean, like, the way we talk about straight and gay, and now, of course, straight. In Roman, they do it right in the street. <laughs> Everything right in the middle of the street. Right now, everybody's screwing, they're slaying, they're shitting in the street. Everything right there. Everything's in the street. And that's it's why dis- you say you're a man of the street. It's disgusting. It's just the, right. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> Roman's a mess. Then the Rome's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> Yes. They're like, but, hey, man, but, I need you to go. Oh, they hit so I need but, you to go. <laughs> it's tough when you're trying uh, to get a paper. Yeah. Uh, but when I was yeah, guessing, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm sorry. No, yeah. No, I'm a I big fan of love letters. So I read some of the love letters from like before the beginning of the time. Like Plato had, um, had some love letters. I read some of his love letters. Who's love letters? Um, Plato. Oh, Plato. Yeah. Well, that's Greek. Yeah, but from the history of the world, the greatest yes. love letters. And so, you know, you read Well, I mean, Greek, the love letters could have been to a boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, not that that's wrong, but I'm just saying they had a, you know, the a pederast, that was a big thing back then, someone who took an interest in what today we would certainly that's say what, um, is an inappropriate age. You know, that's what gladiators, gladiators really <laughs> not like that. We're just fuck boys. They fought, but they were fuck boys. You know what I mean? They've been they get sexually abused all the time. They, the guards fucked them all the time. But you know they kill you. But that's what they were. They were slaves. They were yeah, sex. Well, boys. and after they had sex with the women, you know what they said? Gladiator. I think they liked <laughs> men more than women back then. Club Random is supported by Signal Wire. If you've been on a video conference recently, you know how brutal the experience is with the current tools, laggy, choppy video. 
crappy audio quality. It's painful and exhausting, but it doesn't have to be. That's where SignalWire comes in. SignalWire is a technology arsenal that allows developers to create better real-time video communication apps and do it fast. From the little things, like actually being able to hear subtle audio cues that help connect us in real conversations, to the big things, like being able to support broadcast quality audio and video for thousands of participants, SignalWire empowers developers to create more natural, real-time interactive experiences. And SignalWire provides developer-friendly APIs and SDKs to help you get your app up and running with a few clicks and a snippet of code, instead of months of complex development work. Visit SignalWire.com slash random to sign up for a free account and receive an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing your app or integration. Go to SignalWire.com slash random. Get communications APIs from the OGs of software-defined telecom at SignalWire. Go to SignalWire.com slash random today. Anytime a wedding is happening, people start planning way ahead. Whether you're going to be a groom in a wedding party or lucky enough to not be the one getting married, everyone wants to look their best for a wedding. With a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll feel and look great and confident. Those bridesmaids aren't going to hop into bed with someone wearing just anything. You can choose every detail on a suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices. The online shopping experience is so easy that my people who did it for me can't wait to do it again. Every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. The best part, Indochino's suits start from just $429 and shirts from $79. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using promo code RANDOM at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com, promo code RANDOM. So Caesar gets stabbed in 44 BC. Yes. Right? He crossed the Rhine. Yes. Uh, the Rhine. He crossed the uh, He made himself governor for, um, yes. for life. Yes. What was the for life? <laughs> Well, like, like Grand Poobah, you know, with a big cheese, whatever it was, dictator. I mean, this is the theme in many countries. And by the way, it's the, it's the theme they ripped off for the end, wisely, because it's a great yeah. story. But it was the end, if you ever watched Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. We loved the Game of Thrones. You did? I okay, well, that. what is the end? What is the plot point? It's the Julius Caesar plot yeah. point. In other words, the, the blonde girl who's like she's benevolent sort of and then she becomes a dictator Listen, and they gotta kill her she's a bad chick though right, right? <laughs> she was a right. bad chick but she took a knife in the belly the same way jc did yeah she had to go she, <laughs> she, had, to go. she had to go because she turned too powerful exactly too that's powerful. the caesar story she was just a humble girl taking a right. bag of sex when the thing she conquered the right in the third and she's conquered right. everything. She's got dragons. Right. <laughs> you got flying dragons. No, she let the dragons go to her head. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, toxicating. Power is intoxicating. Power. Power, exactly. So, anyway, the Romans, sexually, though, they and the Greeks, but especially the Romans, they didn't have this, you know, oh, you're gay, you're straight. It was like, you're cute. You know, I mean, like Mark Antony, very macho guy, right? Who, part of the cabal that succeeded Caesar, right? I mean, he had, you know, the wife, and then he had the, you know, the concubine kind of mistresses, and then he had, like, 13-year-old boys, was a very I don't want to say, thing. but you know, because people say, "What the fuck?" Do you know homosexuals conquered the world? Homosexuals have? Yeah, I know they conquered the West Hollywood. No, I don't <laughs> forget that. I'm talking about warriors, gladiators. <laughs> yeah, they conquered the ancient world. What? What do you mean? You're saying most their of the tribe world? conquering the world went out to conquering the world. Whose tribe? The Greeks, the Romans, or somebody. But what's conquered this, the when world? They were gay. Yeah, they were homosexual, then they conquered the world. But yeah. it, see, you're saying they're homosexual, and, I'm, and I'm, what I'm saying is there wasn't this concept back then that no, that was homosexuality. It no, it, listen. 
right? We're the, we're the Americans are the only um, phobic people in the world. We're, That's ridiculous. There's listen, many homophobic people. Not like this place. Are you kidding? Not like America. Come on. Why? What? Every Muslim country in the world, you get thrown off of a roof. Well that's, in, a, well, that's some extreme stuff. Well, that's that's extreme. extreme stuff. It's extreme stuff that a and lot... Listen, listen, as a Muslim myself, I know this. Everybody is in, um, everybody's worthy of the, um, the mercy of God. I don't get what you did. I, I don't think you have to be Muslim to believe that. No, no, but I, that's what I believe. I am good. Good, it's that's a good thing believe. to believe. But that's not what we're talking about. I don't believe about. nobody should kill someone else. Okay, but I got to correct the record about, like... Intolerance or homosexuality is very much alive in the world today. It's more probably alive in Muslim countries. I yeah, listen, those study are, this. I'm talking about, but a it's alive in many no, countries. I'm about a Russia country. is horrible with. No, I'm talking about a country like this that takes everybody and we fight for everybody's rights and everybody's equal. Well, I'm talking about that country like that. All those other countries are, you know, they're kind of tricky. You know, right? But a country that promotes, hey, equal. Rights and all this crap. Yeah, America has and, and then we got we got some crazy people. Yeah, America is a place with horrible sins in its past and its yeah, present. But, but you know, if you look around the world, there is perspective to that too. I have perspective too in America. Right. This I think this is the best country in the world. Oh, there you go. But listen, we're not perfect. Agreed. Of course, we're not perfect, and we never will be. I mean, because not perfect. It's amazing we're even. Still here, really, when you think about how primitive and how lizardy our lizard brains are. Listen, we can't even anticipate our next breath. What? We can't even anticipate. We can, we no, can die right. at any moment. Right. Life is fun. I can't, I can't anticipate me another second talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it's going to be a good second. But, you know, sometimes when I get up in the night, like, to pee... <laughs> but no, like, I used to take something for that band. But listen, um, I used to get well, up and pee I mean, every day. If it's only once in the middle of the night. Oh no, I'm like four times too. <laughs> and long too. It's long. It's probably because Buster Douglas hit you in the kidney a million times. No, he is in the head. You know, well, whatever. The kidney, but in the your head body a is taking a beating, which gets me back to the fight. My, <sighs> here's my thing about the fight. I worry about you. I don't want you to like. You have a really good brain, and you're doing great things with it. I would hate to see, you know, because here's my guess. Go for it. About where you are. Like, I bet, of course, at 55, you do not have the wind to go around the ring like a boxer in his prime does. You're also more brittle than you were at 25. But my guess is the actual punch that you have is exactly as it was when you were the jam. I don't think so. Oh, no. But listen, um, know why you believe all the stuff you said, you're brittle? Because you believe that. I don't believe that. Not at 55, a little more than at 25? You, th- you don't think your body was a little more rubbery? and I have, to li- I have to live my life different in that perspective, but I don't think that I'm brittle and I'm a... No, no, not brittle. I'm a fucking guy no, that's no, got no, 25 no, and I better no, bend down and suck know, on him. Okay, but like, you know what? I saw this movie with uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger that they made recently. I mean, they're both punching 70 in the mouth, right? And, like, it's some escape from prison movie, and they're fucking hitting each other with lead pipes. I'm like, you guys are 68. Your body could not, I mean, at any age, but maybe at 25 you could come back from it. Come on, you got to acknowledge that time... You know, it's a river. It flows, Mike. It doesn't stop flowing. You know. But listen, it it doesn't have to stop flowing, but maybe you um, you don't have to flow with it. You know, you just, you just can't oh. give up in life. You Speaking can't just say, so I'm old. I, pee in the, I can't fight. I get up and pee in the night. Like I don't want to turn the light on because you know light is bad for sleep, right? Really? You, well, sure. When yeah, you I need it because I'm gonna piss on the floor and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I put like I piss off. My wife is so mad. Listen, my wife comes to go use the bathroom. She sits down with a puddle on the thing. I no. piss all over the no, thing. No. My wife, no. oh no. But God, you're I'm under mess. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. <laughs> my wife gets up and says, "You just a pig," because right? I pissed all over the thing and I didn't pick it up. 
Well, okay, we can certainly work on this. I, I feel like this I mean, is not a, domesticated, a totally sub- solvable problem. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, introduce me to your wife. We'll work on it together. Mm. But here's the the point I, I was going for is that like it's I want to keep it dark because when you get light in your eye, it tells your body to wake up. So that's why your room should be completely dark when you sleep. And I don't want light. So I know where everything is. It's my house. I piss there all the time. So I don't really need light. But I'm, I'm doing this because I want to bump my head on the door or the door to the bathroom, whatever. You know, so I always feel like that's life. When you're moving forward, everything is in the dark. You can kind of see a little bit, and you're using your hands to protect yourself. See, I'm not like, I don't think, like, I can't sleep sometime at night. My wife would leave me alone. I wasn't saying, I'm, so I'm jerking off. I used to be one of those guys. But listen, you know, come on, I'm one no. of those I just can't do it. I, I'm, I'm sitting for my wife. Hey, just leave me alone, okay? I got to sleep. I miss, um, I go to bed at 8 o'clock and wake up at 2 in the morning, can't sleep. But you like being married. I love being married. Right, I know you yeah. do. And sincerely, that's great to see it when people, because so many people, when they're married, you know, you say, you know, what's it like? And they're like, well, you know, it's a lot of work. They go right to sort of the. There's no work. Right, really? That's no, no work. work. Your marriage is no work. No, no I'm talking about from the fact that for Karen Bennett, there's no work. Oh, God, you give me a hard time. Right. That's fantastic. No, it's just, um, I like her to give me a hard time. Right. You know what I mean, imagine, listen, that's sure. what you have a wife for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. To make you, to remind you that you're a man. <laughs> That's why you have a wife. Yeah, to remind yeah. you that you're a man. They do? Yeah. A lot of times they put your balls in their purse, though. I mean, so there's also that side of it, you know. I mean, Listen, um, <laughs> all the time they do. If you have that dependence on a woman like that, she got your balls. But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Why, why is it a bad thing? Maybe she just want to comfort my balls or something. Well, that's not, a different it's not ball a theory. Than, yes, I mean that's manscape. Not, we're always talking about balls. I'm always promoting manscape, and we're talking about balls all the time. So you do that for your wife? You manscape because it's. I don't good. do never. No, I'm not, I'm not a hairy person. I'm not hairy at all. No, but the beard looks very good. You're I very like the beard. Yeah, like I like the too. beard. Like the beard. Really good. Good look. I'm, so, I don't know. I'm just, I don't have no hair. I'm not a hairy guy at all. Right. Never no were. Hair. Never had no hair. That's interesting. So, okay, so you like being married. Yeah. Uh, and you're a Muslim. Yeah. Is, is the whole family Muslim? Um, some of my kids, but listen, um, it's my wife and my kids, they have to choose what they want to be. Right. They have to choose. And that. you're okay with that? Absolutely. That is not a point of view that is even allowed in many, many Muslim countries in the world. There is one religion, it is Islam, and well, I believe we're, we're not, they're not big on like, hey, you know what, let's agree to disagree. Right, but listen, I'm not Allah. I know, I'm just saying, that's, a, that's something you're allowed to do here as an American Muslim. No, I learned from experience, um, I'm not going to stop their growth from something that my growth is extending with. Right. I'm growing with it, but that's not their growth. I'm just pointing out that this enlightened point of view is not found uniformly around the world. You know, you said America's listen, the greatest. That's listen, one reason why the listen, one thing that's still great about America is that you can have that point You'd be of view. surprised how many Muslims want to come in and think that we, the way we think. They oh, can, I'm, I'm they sure they do. That. Oh, I'm not surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm not. And, I mean, and with this, and, and all those guys in Iran and stuff, you'd be surprised sure, these are course. beautiful people. And women who don't want to yeah. wear the fucking, you know, Whatever the no, thing that looks like a yeah. cover of a motorboat. Well, there are some people. Some people are more modern than modern yes, than other people. Right. I wish I had the. I wish I had the. Um, I wish I had the dignity to be that modest. Modest. Yeah. Why do you to say cover that's myself? modest? Because they they believe in covering themselves. And, oh. And I'm like you said. I gotta be. Don't how much money I got. I gotta be in this cheap ass plane with all well, these people and talking to these people. This one thing to. Modest is one thing. Completely covering a woman so you don't see any of her, well, that's listen, not modest. That's well, listen, pathological. Well, suppose she's happy with that. She's not, oh my God, she's not happy with it. I mean, you can brainwash someone into liking anything. It's like 
Oh, and what's that called again? My kids always say that for me. What's the Stockholm trips? Stockholm syndrome. My kids say that. My kids and my mother, my wife got Stockholm syndrome. So you, your kids, how old are your kids? They go from 33 to 11. Okay. So, and I'm sure you have times when you're with all of them. Yes. And I'm, I'm wondering what the discussion is like. Is it a lot of real shit? I'm sure it is. Like you it's like this love. kind of no, stuff. Listen, um, I know, but 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 you talk about. I mean, there's nothing that's off limits, right? No. You talk about sex with your kids. Everything. You talk about religion, everything. right? Everything. Your past. Everything. Yeah, everything. What do they say, Daddy? I saw YouTube. You were with this super fly. No, no they go like this. <laughs> what? And this is my kid. And I have a thirteen. What was wrong with you, Dad? Mm. Then why would you say something like that? No, but they must be very proud of you. But, yeah, on, but, but Mike Tyson. They do, kids. but my kids. My, my daughter's like one of these. Intellect so, kids, and she's like, "Why would you say something like that?" Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just curious. She's you're, right. How old were you then? Yeah, but it's just ridiculous. But these all kids of are. us in our twenties are idiots. You can't. Yours just happens to be on tape and in front of the world. But we're all that way in our twenties. You know, it's what's so frustrating about youth. But we were the same way. Is that you want to tell youth you don't know anything yet, but because they don't know anything yet, they can't understand why that's because, real. You know what? People, the youth feel so good. You know what? Right. Nobody. <laughs> this feels so good. Why would I listen to old motherfuckers? Exactly. Club Random is supported by Masterworks. A few things to know about contemporary art. As investment, art outpaced the S&P 500 total return from 1995 to 2020 by 164%. Art is stable. When other things tank, art doesn't. Art appreciates. It's tangible and mobile. Not like the NFTs of the lizard dancing on Molly at Coachella. It's also scarce. So how do you get in? Masterworks is the answer. With over 400,000 current members and $500 million worth of actual art in their portfolio, they make owning art accessible for everybody. Gold and real estate fluctuate where art just goes up. In fact, blue chip art pieces have increased by 2,500% since 1995. Our viewers can skip their wait list. Go to masterworks.art/random to see important Regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io/cd. That's masterworks.art/random. Listen to the Real Sports Podcast, the audio companion to TV's most honored sports journalism series. Hosted by Real Sports producer Max Gershberg, this bi-weekly podcast brings you closer to the monthly magazine broadcast investigative pieces. You'll hear in-depth interviews and profiles from across the sports spectrum and updates on some of Real Sports' most groundbreaking stories. Listen to the Real Sports podcast and other HBO Max audio companions wherever you get your podcasts. You now you became a Muslim in when you no I was Muslim before I went even to before prison yeah but looks glamorized me though to be a Muslim in by prison. the way I never thought you committed that crime hey listen I appreciate that brother. no 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 not that it's important no but no it is but listen know what I learned it was the best thing that happened for me the great learning experience but you know what when when back in the day when this subject because you're uh, very famous would come up in conversation and people would want to know my opinion I'd always say. I don't think that was rape. I think what Mike did was had sex with someone consensually and then wasn't nice enough after. Well, no, but listen. And maybe you're guilty of that. Yeah, but no, I... And then someone gets angry. I'm guilty because of things I've done and got away with before that was grimy. Right. And, sure. Um, yeah, that's what happened. And that was just a wake-up call. I mean... That's things that I did do with bad to women, disrespectful. That I got yeah. away with, that I never got complained with. And this right. was one that it showed up. So that's up kind and, of yeah. karma. Yeah, it's karma. I believe in karma. Some of my friends say karma's bullshit. I don't believe in that either. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in karma. My friends are, so friend oh. said, a little kid gets molested. How is that karma? But my I was telling you that. a million years ago why December 25th is not only Jesus' birthday, but the birthday of many gods in the that Mediterranean yeah. world before Jesus. They grafted that December 25th onto his biography for a reason, because they were trying to sell a new product and it was familiar to people. And it originated that way because the winter solstice is December 21st, right? This is three days after the winter solstice. So what are you saying about Jesus? 
That's what I want. I want to hear your opinion about I'm, Jesus. That's pretty much what I'm trying to listen to. It's coming along, but it's coming along really intellectually. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you why it's December yeah. 25th. It's interesting. It's four days after the winter solstice. Before there was science, on December 21st, it's the shortest day of the year. The days keep getting shorter. The people were like, oh, my God, life is going to end. Every day gets shorter. December 25th is the first day they can notice that the days are getting longer again. So it turned into a <laughs> celebration day. And that's why Jesus is on December 25th. What? Aren't you glad I finished that? Yeah, but then Santa Claus, wasn't Santa Claus the mushroom dude? Santa Claus, Jesus, it's all the same thing. Anyway, what is my opinion of Jesus? Yeah. Oh, well, he doesn't, he doesn't as a philosopher, yeah. he did do some revolutionary things. The meek shall inherit the earth was really revolutionary. Of course, bullshit also, because they don't. But but what do you um, define as the weak? The meek. What that was define, his famous quote. What do you quote. define as the meek, though? Well, the meek, <laughs> the meek are, you know, certainly not the ballers and movers and shakers and egomaniacs and, the you know, the people who run the world. Not the Alexander the Greats. Alexander the Great wasn't meek. Well, um, How could he? You're not meek. You know, the meek. Some, some meek people um, disguise the meek with masculinity. What do you mean? Some people who are, who we say are meek, they see their circumstances, so they hide that with masculinity to accomplish their goals. Like, give me a specific example of that. Like, say, who's, who's, say, say, I'm a, say I'm a weak guy, right? And I'm looking around, everybody's. They're following this particular lifestyle. This guy has to be a gladiator. This guy has to be tough. So I mask, so um, I mask myself in that, in the toughness. I'm a tough guy now. You know, it just goes, let's look at a guy like me. Listen, so, a guy like you know, look you're at me. you saying this is you in this analogy? Yeah, it is. I, 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 it is. You it, see, it is you me see yourself way. as a meek person. No, I look at myself as a guy that got my ass kicked and abused as a kid and picked right. on. And so what do you call that? Do you call that? Um, I, I never thought I could fight till somebody told me to fight. I never. Right. I used to get beat up all the time and abused all really? the time. Yeah, then one day my friend said, fight him. You got beat up? Absolutely, all the time. To probably I'm um, 11 years old. Really? Yeah. But then it's probably because you didn't. You weren't big enough. You were being beaten up. No, right? listen, I was this size at 12. You were? Yeah. <laughs> Back, yeah well, this 12. Time. See, that's the year yeah. everything changed for you. Yeah, everything changed at 12. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. So I remember seeing all those documentaries, and you'd always be up there with the pigeons. And, you know, as an animal lover, I kind of love that. This is an interesting, and this is an interesting phenomenon because um, pigeon guys... It becomes a part of their soul. We have birds, and we don't even know why we have them. We have other people taking care of them. We just have to have our birds. Who does? Pigeon people. Oh, pigeon people, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's others? All over the world. Is that right? Yeah. I'm the only one I've ever heard of was you. No, since the beginning of time. I've heard of falconers. You know, that's a big thing, where they land on that. Well, they use them because that's during the Crusades when they had the messenger pigeons, so the the Arabs use the falcon to grab the pigeons and they could um, see where the plans are and they can retract them down and intervene. But pigeons, what is it about the pigeon as opposed to other flying things that shit everywhere? You know what it is? It's just that um, this is what crazy... They need you to protect them. Most people that fly pigeons, are like, they got the image of a tough guy. Because of you. No, no. As a little kid, if you flew some birds, you better not mess with that guy. Most pigeon flying guys are like tough guys. Because if I'm a little kid, I got birds, right. I can come so there you, and take so my you birds. Came, so you followed in that tradition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and something, it's like, it, it, maybe it's like you're, you're this... Tough guy, but you want to show your gentle side, and you can do it with a. Do you pet them? You, because birds are very dirty, aren't they? They're cleaner than us. That's all they do all day is clean themselves. Birds are cleaner than us. That's all. All day they do is clean themselves. Right. That's all they do all day is clean themselves. Could you talk to them about the shitting though? Because I feel like it's just so much. This is what you need to know. We're talking about ancient times again. Ancient (laughs) time pitting shit with the manure of the world. That's it, what, I feel it is still in the manure of the world. There's a lot of it. I, I think of pigeons shit on you is good luck. 
What are People they? that fly pigeons can't wait. Their, their friends come up the first day, they get shitted on. And we're like, fuck, I'm up here for 10 years, I don't get shitted on. You get shit on your but first day. But it is day. like they have permanent diarrhea. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. It's because they and, eat so much. You know what else? Their shit is like acid. If it goes in your car, it just eats right through your car. Yeah, it's like Bird acid. Bird shit is like acid? It's like acid, yes. Huh. Wow. You ought to do a science show. Mike Tyson, the science guy. On birds, I know. No, and a lot of things, you know, do your history. and, But, okay, so um, the fight. So who is this guy? Jake Paul? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, is Jake he? Paul. He's sensational. What are you talking about? You don't know who he is? I know the name, and I should know more, and I apologize. But he's, a, he's like... Treat um, me like an idiot. I don't even look at him the way people say. I can't even say what they call him. He's a, but he's not a fighter? Yeah, he's a fighter. So he's a fighter. Yeah, but... Um, they don't want to credit him as being a fighter. Though. Why? This is fucking, fucking white with blue eyes and blonde hair, okay? I don't know, but there's, you know, there's, you know, white people hate blue eyes and blonde hair. Everybody wants to kill him. You know, that's just the, he, that's what he, but he can fight. That's what, that's his thing, you know? Everybody wants to kick his ass. Don't care. Every nationality wants to kick his ass. Kick this guy's ass? Yeah, everybody wants to kick his Why? ass. Why? Because he's just... Some, he pisses everybody off. Because he's, he's good looking and... That too, but he's a great salesman. Oh. Great, great, great oh. salesman. Okay. So there would be massive interest if you fought him, not Promoter. He's a great promoter. He doesn't even know it. He's just naturally a great promoter. And what, what would the fight look like in your eyes when you picture it? It'd be fun. It would be <laughs> a fun, <laughs> a fun fight. Yeah. He's a it would beautiful be a, guy, yeah. Because, why? Because it would be so easy for you to... Nothing's easy. I'll never look at this going to be either way I'm kicking it. No, I don't look at life like that. No. See, you know what else I worry about as I talk to you? And I, I used to see you quite often at our friend yeah. Jeff Green's parties, you know. And you were always in a good mood, you know. We were at a party. But you seem to have a calmness and a true happiness now. I worry about being this focused, centered, happy in life. And then going into the boxing ring. Because maybe what helps you in the boxing ring is being angry, right? No. No. Like I said, that's a terrible theory. The projection that you are angry is the whole objective. It's all an act. Boxing is an act, too. It's just physical. It's all psychological. How can I get under his skin? Maybe I should hit on his wife. (laughs) Something like that. It's all about psychological. And then after you do all that stuff, you piss them off, and it's over. Hey, I love you, brother. It's all good. It's all strategy before you even get in the ring. So it sounds like what you're saying is like, you know, I know in many sports, if you just compare the athletes on a strictly physical level, you can't really tell which one would be the real champion. I mean, there were many athletes who could jump as high as Michael Jordan and, you know, do some of the physical things, but he had a mental toughness. The willingness and determination to supersede everybody. Right. The willingness to sacrifice. You only do that by sacrifice. Only sacrifice can, can make you the best in the world. Nothing else. You have to sacrifice. Well, certainly in your game. Every game. Yes. But Every you don't want to go, I mean, you don't want to go into the ring um, flabby. You know, you have to be. You I'm have a, to have an ego. Like, I always, I didn't, I'm a heavyweight. I, didn't, I, used just, I used to just watch the old fight. They were always ripped. I used to want to look like the old time fighters. Always ripped. You look like you're here to fight. You know, I never wanted to be the flabby right, right. guy. And you, and, you know, Muhammad Ali fought when he was flabby sometimes. I remember Howard Cosell. There's three rolls of fat now where there were once two. Uh, he's so beautiful. He's the greatest. He I know, but he that. got punched too much yeah, because I agree he that. wasn't in shape. He's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but because he was, so, he out tough guys. He was tough. And when you're tough in this sport, that's not a tough man's sport. It's a thinking man's sport. At the end of his career, he got tough. He was well, taking punches. I think it's both. I think you. I think like it, like the elite level of anything, you have to have like a. a you have to, it's like you know three lemon three sevens in a row, like basketball. You have to be smart, high basketball IQ. You have to have crazy skills, and you have to be tall. Tall. You if you're five nine and have the first two, fantastic. Good luck in your backyard. But to be, uh, and to, I think at your, in your game, you have to be 
very tough, you know, smart and skilled. You got to hey, get all three. Check lines. it out. I'm a heavyweight. I'm 5'10. I crush the world to my feet. 5'10? Yeah. Yeah, so that's perfect for a boxer. But you don't want to be agree. too tall, right? I agree. Like, probably six, like 5'11, six foot. Perfect. Right. And then your uppercut yes, it's perfect. puts their it's perfect. chin bone into their it's skull. Just, it's just such a short <laughs> and it's harder to hit. A big target is easier to hit than So, a, you know, just as a weekend warrior, the, the, I have a basketball thing here. I play every day. I, the, there's something about watching the ball go through your hoop. It's like the likes, you know? It's like I get a like in my brain every time the ball goes in. And it's like magic. How do I, how do, how am I focusing this ball? How am I navigating this ball in that little hole? Uh, right. <laughs> how am I able to do something like that? That's almost impossible yeah. when you think about well, it. I always, I, you know, I had the same thought. Like if you had never seen anyone shoot a basketball and they were 20 feet away, you would think, oh, you'd get that a one out of a thousand times. Somebody could do it all day. All day. Larry Bird could do it all day. Oh, lots day. of guys can do it all day. <laughs> all I think day. the record for number of free throws in a row yeah. is something like 1,400. Uh, not in games, of course. Yeah. This is like somebody, but they still did it. But um, Chamberlain did 101 game. But 100 points. When you land a good punch, is that the same as when the ball goes through the hoop? It's just like a, oh, I must feel good. The best punch in the world is um, when you don't feel it. You, you feel, don't feel you know, it. When you feel like you missed the guy and the guy's out dead, that's the best punch. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes well, you, you think don't you you mean dead. Him. You mean no, yeah, he's dead. out. He's tired. He's, he's, no, he's, he's out cold. Cold, yes. You count a hundred, you count a thousand. He's not getting up. I'm, I'm just saying, you're not wishing you, that he's dead. No, no, that's you're just not, boxing terminology. You're not Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> that's it's painful a, to see, right? That... Trial? Yeah. Very. No, serious. No, Very serious. I was talking about it on my show last week, and I said it's, it's literally the definition of a tragedy because a tragedy is when the tragic character has this tragic flaw. And because of the tragic flaw, it's inevitable that he's going to go to his exactly, doom. Exactly. But, no, and, you know, people are beating up on the girl, right? But I understand her, too. Um. Who knows what happens inside that relationship? But what what do you understand about Amber? I understand that um, she's defending herself. Yeah. She's fighting for her life. Well, and, she, and psychologically, she thinks everybody's against her because she's not getting a good rep. She's not looking good in the press. No. Well, I mean, and there's also we have to acknowledge the, the possibility that she could be flat out lying. People do lie. I mean, yeah. Uh, um, but it's, but but like you said, it's tragic, right? Tragic, yes. You see love turn into that. Well, it's tragic what love, because... What love is, I guess, supposed to be. must have known. He had one trial already in London, which he lost. He must have known that a second trial would completely ruin his career forever because it's just too much in people's heads about this now, and it went on too long, and he wasn't at an age where you want to start new, and yet he couldn't stop himself from pursuing this because he had to clear his name. Check this out. He does not, I don't think he possibly... How my life is, what do you want? What? With my relationship, what do you want? Take it all. Oh, you mean if you were in a divorce? No, in all my relationship, take it all. Take it all to who? who Whatever, the finances, whatever you want, just take it all. You're saying when you get into a discrepancy, that's your negotiating position? Yeah, take it all. Right, because you just don't want to fight. It's just, um, it's just, I don't like that tragic stuff when two people love each other and now it's, they hate each other. Right. If, if it is like that, let's do that privately. Let's right. not, you know. <laughs> oh. That's just I mean, what I believe. And that's what I'm saying. The tragedy is neither one of them is going to work because she will always be the girl who pooped in the bed. I mean, she could be the greatest actress in the world. It doesn't matter. It's like you can't, when she comes on screen, you'll think, Poop in bed. All you'll see is you amber no, listen, shit bed. That's, you, that's you, just you almost want to cry for them, right? No, I, 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 <laughs> cry for them is a little uh, no, beyond not, my. No, from a human perspective. No, it is. Have, no, I you look I, at them and you say, "What the no, fuck?" No, I, I, do they have kids? No. Oh no, God! No. Thank God! Oh, no, they got. I mean, look, he was married for like fifteen years, or not married. 
you know, effectively married to someone who they lived in France, they had two kids. They seemed very happy. And then he did a movie in 2009 with Amber. And, you know, a movie set, it's like Temptation Island. Did you ever see the show Temptation Island? They, they have- I've been on a bunch of sets before. But Temptation Island? No, it's, it's, it's been a movie set, and I see what happens on movie right. sets. But I'm saying in Temptation Island, they have like couples who have been together for four or five years, and then they put them with all these other singles on an island away from each other because they're tempted. And a movie set is just like that, except not only is the wife a continent away, and now you're on this island, a movie set, with this hot person, but they actually are writing a script for you to fall in love with her. You don't even have to do the work. It says right there, Tuesday, kiss her all day long. You know, listen, as a group of, it all comes back from that Roman stuff. A group of persons is all sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's sex inspired. That's who we are. Everything does come from Rome. I mean, yeah. a lot from Western civilization. I mean, that was Rome the, and Egypt. Egypt, less so. But well, listen, count and find out how many pyramids are in this country. Pyramids? Yeah. Well, there's the one in Vegas. Tons of them. Really? Pyramids? Yeah. And the one in Vegas still not bigger than the one in Giza. I know, but the pyramid is not something that you'd have to be Egyptian to think of. I'm sure people all over the world thought, oh, look, pointy at the top and well, bigger at the bottom. That's not there's like... There's pyramids in Mexico. There's pyramids all over the world. That's what I'm saying. There's pyramids <laughs> in um, Bosnia. Yes, because everyone thinks of a pointy yeah. thing with, you know, bigger at the bottom. It's like a, a natural... I think it's something that's a house of worship. Bullet bras. What? I don't know. I think they always think it comes down to a house of worship. What comes down to a house? Pyramids. Well, I mean, it certainly has been used in worship. You know, the people do think there's something mystical. It's on the back of one of our... Dollars, eh? Dollars, doesn't yeah. it? Like, what's it doing on American money? <laughs> You're right, it's everywhere. Because... um we believe our power, the, our power system believes that's the way life should be. Roman and Egypt, we have a fixation with that. Hmm. I mean, there is another, I think there's another Egypt, you're right, Egyptian thing on the money. But a lot of this is because, you know, all these cultures, I mean, we did come, I mean, Roman culture then spawned European culture, which then spawned America. So we do trace more back to Rome. But they were all, you know, mingling with each other. I mean, look at uh, Mark Antony married Cleopatra, right? Yeah. And Caesar fucked her too. Yeah. <laughs> they were like the Kennedys sharing Marilyn Monroe. But, it's, but it all comes down to the power of her. They're all fucking Cleopatra. Cleopatra that's yeah. the power, though. You know, everybody say, oh, she's getting fucked, but that's the power. Do you think she had the power? Absolutely. She had the strongest men in the world at her, at her feet. What do you think? Do you think Cleopatra was, like, great-looking or it was something No, she else? was horrible-looking. Cleopatra was horrible-looking? She was a monster. How do you know this? They, How do you know what Cleopatra was? Well, listen, what's, um, she had, a, she had a, um, a tomb. People looked at her through the thing. She, was, she had a bent nose. She was really unattractive. <laughs> well, so what, she just gave the most amazing head? No, she was the most intelligent. Intelligent? Yeah. And you like think when she came to Julius Caesar, she was in a rug and she boom, it's what? Yeah. She she was smarter smuggled than herself in the yeah, rug. She yeah. was smarter than everyone else. So you think and she won, how'd she get the two strongest men in the world at her feet? I bet you she was good looking. No, and she was horrible looking. Well we don't know. To our standards. <laughs> Yeah, but we didn't. But well, they look, were. Look at, it, look at it in your phone. They were looking at my phone. Oh, yeah, what, 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 <laughs> YouTube thing. What is that looking? Uh, who took a oh, selfie of Cleopatra? No, it's all in over the world. Four BC. Listen, what is it? Um, it's look. You can look for information. She's the I know, ugly, but you can't. She's an ugly bitch. You cannot. We cannot know what Cleopatra looked no, like. No, no. There was science. no photograph. She's the ugly bitch. But. <laughs> Mike, I will not sit here and have you denigrate Cleopatra. Ugly Your shoes related to Alexander the Great too. That's when the bloodline stopped. What's it? She she had the bloodline of Alexander the Great too. She had the bloodline. How did she get Alexander's blood in her? Greeks. 
Greeks conquered. Oh, Listen, one you, word. you really think that? Greeks. You really know that the Greeks, she, um, she was Greek too. Who was? She was part Greek too. Um, um, Cleopatra? Cleopatra, yeah. Well, I mean, Greece and Rome, Ma- of course, grew Macedonia, up Macedonia, they ruled everything. Macedonia did not, well, uh, yeah. Alexander the Great, of course, was Macedonian. But, and, Philip, I mean, and, and Philip II, Philip yes. of the, of, yes. of the Barbarian. But Macedonia, even today, it's uh, disputed as a sort of a province of Greece or its own separate country. It is its own separate country now. But people don't all uh, they don't, agree with that. The, um, the Greeks considered but, them barbarians. Yes. Yes, they were warriors. I mean, they were a little, sort of like Spartans of the North. Look how many things are named after him. Alexander this, Alexander this. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, he conquered the world, but he was dead by 33. 32, yeah. 32. Um, You know. I think his men wanted to go back and they poisoned him. He didn't want to go back. He wanted to keep conquering and conquering. Yes. Because when he got to India and all the the armies got together, his men would say, no, let's not do it. Right. And and he wanted to cross the river. Yes. He kept walking down the river, but they kept falling. That's your thing about it's never enough. Yeah. That's what you were saying about conquerors. Never enough. Never enough. So, listen, I got to go, but... uh, Don't go, man. Come on, man. This is bullshit, man. Hang out, man. I know. (laughs) I agree. But uh, I know it seems like we're just shitting here, but they were actually taping it. That's the problem. Oh, okay. I'm like, forgive oh, me for my language. I just can't help oh, you this shit from you. Yeah, you okay. were, um, I can't tell you how appreciative I am that you would think enough of me to do this because you're the very hot property in media and, uh, you know, I just hey, really listen, thank you so much, Mike. When I see you, I think of good I think of a little bit Jeff. I think yeah. we're having a good time. Oh, yeah. and that's all respect, well, We can man. do it again. Yes, I do agree. Right? Yes, I'm going to see Jeff um, next month anyway. Okay. I'm ready to move to Boca. You might? Yeah, my kids, are, they're playing tennis and golf, so I'm going to move to Boca. We got the house and everything. So the house oh, you already there. did it? Yeah. Because Florida is attractive now. I mean, I, I go back and forth on Florida. Really? Yes, I almost, I look, I literally took a virtual tour of homes in Miami. I, look, I, Sometimes you have to look reality stark in the face. And I was scared about, and still am, about the fires out here and other things, but mostly the fires. And I thought, oh, I, I, maybe I should go someplace. And people said, well, you know, Miami, they'll have uh, hurricanes. And, you know, can't be in Miami. Like, I'd rather drown than burn. But not Miami. You've got to be in Boca well, whatever or West Palm because you're going to get killed And there was a, a sense of freedom there. I mean, especially during COVID. You know, people, I liked it better in Florida, and I'm, I was not a COVID paradise. So. I was in the same bus, and everybody was hugging and kissing each other. And really? Yeah, hell yeah. If I didn't have COVID, then I'm never going to catch it. When I was in St. Paul's, if I didn't catch it, I'm never going to catch COVID. If I didn't catch it, everybody hugging and kissing everybody. Oh, I mean, the, the, the inconsistency of it was insane. But I, I thought about Miami, and then I realized, no, actually, at my age, by the time I felt like I was at home there, I would be dead. Listen, you know, um, I've been Bill, here 40 no. years if in California. you go to Miami, that would energize you. No, you go to Miami, you'd be like, whoa. I mean, in Florida, you'd be no. like, whoa. you energized. I'm too old to be energized. I, I don't just believe that's be what you believe. That's what you believe. I'm brittle. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not brittle at all. I feel fucking great. And I, but I'm just saying, you can't deny that, you know, as you go down the path of life, you know, you do get a little diminished in certain ways. If if not, you'd still be the champion of the world, you know. I mean, so you can only be, as I always say, when people say you look great for your age, is the part they don't say. That you look great for your age. We don't now, look listen, like we did now, when we were twenty. Now we're being serious now. So life is just um, look at it. You really think, but it's just a beautiful process of dying. As soon as you're born, well, the that's process very begins. poetic. A beautiful process of dying. Did you just make that up? Yeah, that's really so, profound. But that's what it is, though, right? It, that's a fu- it's a fucking great way to look at it. Can I get my pessimistic head wrapped into it? Maybe. I mean, like this joint. No, but just <laughs> think, think about it. We can't. I mean, this clove cigarette. 
don't know what they're putting in these clothes lately, Mike, but it's fantastic. Anyway, all right. Don't leave. I can't because because Howie Mandel's here. It'd be rude. Howie's. I was just like we just watched him on television yesterday. Do you remember how he never touched? Watch people? Howie's thing and hang and out. Howie is still the same yeah. guy that he doesn't touch people. Yeah. Watch Howie, and then we'll get together after. We're all we're all party. <sighs> I gotta get home. I'm away here. And now he's got to get home. That sounds good. No, 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 no. I gotta get home. That's 20 year old guy stuff. Hey, man, let's just chill out. Right. Quentin Tarantino, he stayed. We partied all night in my house. God, that was beautiful. Well, some night. But you don't drink. No. But you got the weed. That's enough. Stay with the weed. It's all about weed and stuff. Yeah, look at that, fuck. Mike. Gee, man. That's, you're not going to do that all that one night. Well, hopefully I don't, but I will attempt to do it. Look at the ears. Come on, man. You got to look at the Tyson mic oh. bites. You got to show that to the world. Oh. I can't keep them in the store. Mic bites. I brought you a bunch of stuff, man. I, I don't know why. Them. I rub them into my belly, and I stick them up my ass. They're that good. Mic bites. But you still, even if you stick them up your ass, you probably feel the high effects. You know, it probably would work. No, you feel good. No, I'm telling you, I think the punch is the same. You can't run around, but if the guy just stood still... Yeah, that'd I, be problem. I'm just, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, right? Would well, that be great? <laughs> <laughs>